I'm Dennis Astoplasi of the Business Mirror, and this is the Brotherhood Podcast. Good day. Welcome to Business Mondays with BM, a segment of the Business Mirror Brotherhood Podcast that tackles the performance of the Philippine stock market. The Business Mondays with BM podcast is based on the stock market outlook story written by Business Mirror reporter VG Kabuag and comes out every Monday. Today we podcast week 36 of the stock market outlook for September 5, 2022 to September 9, 2022. The information in this podcast should not be misconstrued as investment or financial advice. Business Mirror would not be liable for losses arising from your use of the information. For the text version, please go to the company section of the Business Mirror website and the Business Mirror newspaper. Let's get on with the story. Share prices fell for the second successive week as investors continue to cash in on their gains during the previous sessions. The benchmark Philippine Stock Exchange Index fell 59.85 points to close at 6,692.65 points. The main index fell at the start of the four-day trading week but recovered most on Friday as investors repositioned their holdings ahead of the release of the U.S. labor data. Trading, however, was lackluster, averaging only at 5.85 billion pesos. Foreign investors, which accounted for more than half of the trades, were net sellers at 126.89 million pesos. All other sub-indices were down, with the exception of the industrial index, that gained 51.53 points to close at 9,926.40 points. The broader all shares index fell 28.92 to close at 3,548.83. The financials index lost 24.61 to close at 1,612.17. The holding firms index dropped 32.46 to close at 6,458.51. The property index shed 36.21 to close at 2,984.96. The services index retreated 30.46 to close at 1,692.03. And the mining and oil index was down 171.07 to close at 11,643.81. For the weak losers, edge Gainers, 142, 277, and 28 shares were unchanged. The top gainers were Berjaya Philippines Incorporated, Megawide Construction Corporation, EXP Energy Corporation, Waterfront Philippines Incorporated, Ace Enexor Incorporated, Oriental Petroleum and Minerals Corporation B shares, and Pacific Online Systems Corporation. The top losers, on the other hand, were MJC Investments Corporation, Prime Media Holdings Incorporated, ABS-CBN Corporation, SOC Resources Incorporated, Manila Jockey Club Incorporated, Central Azucarera de Tarlac Incorporated, and Rojas Holdings Incorporated.
share prices may continue to fall this week as the aggressively hawkish policy out of the U.S. Federal Reserve is still expected to weigh on the local market. Jafet Luis Tanchanko, Senior Research Analyst at Fieldstocks Financials Incorporated, said the U.S. Fed hike will weigh on the main index, especially if the rise in U.S. interest rates and the decline in the Philippine peso continues. At the same time, Tanchanko said the local market is expected to take cues from the upcoming economic data this week, primarily from the country's August inflation data. A slowdown in inflation is expected to boost sentiment, while a further increase is seen to add weight to the market. The growth of consumer prices likely remained elevated in August this year, the Banco Central in Filipinas said in a statement last August 31. In its month-ahead inflation forecast, the Banco Central in Filipinas said inflation could have settled between 5.9% and 6.7% during the month. In July, inflation already hit a four-year high at 6.4%. The central bank said inflation for August was driven by the continued increase in key food prices. This could, however, be offset in part by the decline in global oil prices, the reduction in electricity rates, lower meat and fish prices, and the appreciation of the peso. Looking ahead, the Banco Central and Filipinas will continue to closely monitor emerging price developments to enable timely intervention that could prevent further broadening of price pressures consistent with the Banco Central and Filipinas' mandate of price stability conducive to sustainable economic growth, the central bank said in its statement. Monetary authorities have raised its main interest rates by another 50 basis points to control inflationary pressures and expectations in the country. This came after an off-cycle hike of 75 basis points in July. Banco Central and Filipinas Governor Felipe Medali has said the decision came as their latest as their latest baseline forecast for inflation has shifted higher for 2022. According to the latest projections of the Banco Central and Filipinas, the average inflation is a project. The average inflation is projected to further deviate from the 2% to 4% target range of the government for the year at 5.4%. In their June meeting, the forecast for 2022 inflation by the Banco Central and Filipinas was to average at 5%. Contrastingly, inflation forecasts for 2023 and 2024 have declined. Inflation for next year is now expected to hit 4% on average, down slightly from the 4.2% forecast in June. For the year 2024, inflation is expected to fall further into the target range at 3.2% from the 3.3% forecast in June. A recent survey also showed that private economies see inflation averaging at 5.4% this year, parallel with the central bank's latest forecast. Analysts, however, were not yet convinced that inflation will recede down to within target for 2023. The survey showed that private economists mean inflation forecast for next year is at 4.2%. The target band for next year is still at 2% to 4%. Achaco said investors are also expected to watch out for the country's July labor figures for clues on the strength of the local economy. 
The local manufacturing sector recorded an improved performance in August this year, particularly on the rate of hiring for new employment in the sector. In its monthly report on the country's Purchasing Managers Index, or PMI, S&P Global said the Philippines hit a Purchasing Managers Index of 51.2 in August, marginally improving from the 50.8 Purchasing Managers Index recorded in July. S&P Global said while they signaled a stronger improvement in the health of the sector, the uptick was weaker than the CE's average. A country's purchasing manager's index is meant to gauge the health of its manufacturing sector. It is calculated as a weighted average of five individual subcomponents. Readings above 50 show growth in the industry, while readings below the 50 threshold signal a contraction in the manufacturing sector. A reading of 50, meanwhile, showed no change to the sector. August Purchasing Managers Index data signaled an improvement in operating conditions across the Philippines manufacturing sector, according to Marian Baluch, economist at S&P Global Market Intelligence. Baluch said, encouragingly, employment increased strongly and at the sharpest pace since mid-2017. The report further said strong gains in workforce numbers helped boost the latest headline purchasing managers index figure during August. The report read that firms hired additional staff for the fourth consecutive month as companies hoped for expansion in production in the coming months. Additionally, the rate of job creation was the fastest since June 2017, the report read. S&P Global also reported that sentiment across manufacturing companies in the Philippines remained strongly positive during August, with around half of survey respondents hopeful of an expansion in output in the coming 12 months. The economy said that, however, growing downside risks to growth challenge the sector. Already, it has seen output failing to expand during the latest survey period and factory orders falling for the second consecutive month. The economist warned that, furthermore, price pressures remain persistently high. In particular, Baluch said some growth headwinds heightened concerns that inflationary pressures, supply chain disruptions, the weakening of the peso and the high interest rate environment with further hikes expected will squeeze demand as clients' disposable income will take a hit. Baluch said, while the Filipino economy showed strong growth post-COVID, the following months will challenge momentum with the PMI data already recording softer output expectations for the year ahead. Meanwhile, Rizal Commercial Banking Corporation Chief Economist Michael Ricafort said, while the continued pickup in foreign direct investments in recent months could support increased production and manufacturing activities in the coming months, various offsetting factors may pull down these gains. Ricafort said offsetting risk factors that could be drags for manufacturing growth for the coming months include relatively higher prices, rising interest rates, risk of recession in the United States, some continued lockdowns in China, and the continuing Russia-Ukraine conflict. Broker 2 Trade Asia said those finding reprieved from the Fed hikes should monitor the upcoming August labor data.
Broker 2 Trade Asia said this will be crucial to the tone the Fed will take over in its next policy meetings. As it is, the broker said a 75 basis point hike in the next meeting on September 20 to 21 will be back to the table should the jobs data continue to disappoint and more importantly, extend the need for hawks to stay until 2023. Broker 2 Trade Asia said that the silver lining is that these risks are in no way new and unique. After all, hard times make difficult markets and difficult markets creates strong traders. The main index support is seen at 6,600, while its immediate resistance is seen at its 200-day exponential moving average at 6,734.81 as of September 2. For the stock picks, broker Regina Capital Development Corporation advised to sell on rallies on the stock of BDO Unibank Incorporated as the broker's technical readings show that the market participants are still willing to buy the stock as it nears its resistance. However, the broker said the buying pressure has stamped down, suggesting a weak demand from the bulls. The broker said it is likely that BDO could still reach 131 pesos. Regina Capital suggests that holders remain cautious in trading this stock. The shares of BDO Unibank Incorporated closed last Friday at 127 pesos and 80 centavos apiece. Meanwhile, Regina Capital advised to buy on pullbacks on the stock of Mondenese Incorporation. As the broker said, the share price keeps on rising and refuses to have a correction. The broker said that all things considered, momentum for Mondenese Incorporation has been slightly winding down and they expect this stock to consolidate at the highs in the next sessions. Thus, buying on pullbacks could be a wise thing to do. The shares of Mondenese Incorporation was last traded at 16 pesos and 16 centavos apiece. And now for the weather outlook by the website of the Philippine Atmospheric Geophysical and Astronomical Services Administration or PAGASA. The weather agency issued an advisory on the southwest monsoon issued at 11 o'clock p.m. of September 4, 2022. According to PAGASA, the southwest monsoon will bring light to moderate with at times heavy rains over Ilocos region, Batanes, Babuyan Islands, Zambales, and Bataan. Under these conditions, the weather agency said, scattered flooding and rain-induced landslides are likely, especially in areas that are highly or very highly susceptible to these hazards as identified in hazard maps and in areas with significant antecedent rainfall. Moreover, the weather agency said the southwest monsoon may continue to bring strong to gale force winds with occasional gusts over the zone. In its advisory issued at 12 o'clock p.m. of September 2, 2022, valid until 12 o'clock p.m. of September 9, 2022, Pagasa said that by Monday and Tuesday, September 5 to September 6, the whole archipelago will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms becoming frequent over the western sections of northern Luzon and central Luzon. 
The weather agency said that by Wednesday, September 7, the western sections of northern Luzon and central Luzon will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms, while the rest of the country will be warm and humid apart from isolated rain showers and thunderstorms. The weather advisory said that by Thursday to Friday, September 8 to September 9, Visayas and Mindanao will have cloudy skies with scattered rain showers and thunderstorms caused by the expected resurgence of the intertropical convergence zone. But as I said, that Luzon will have warm and humid weather apart from isolated rain showers and thunderstorms. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Brother Look Podcast. Please send us a message on Twitter with the hashtag BMPodcast. Many thanks to Business Mirror reporter Jasper Emmanuel Arcalas for the technical and sound editing. Many thanks too to Business Mirror reporter Bianca Quaresma for the stories on inflation and the Purchasing Managers Index. This is Dennis Estopasi of the Business Mirror asking you to stay safe, stay strong, and support each other. Thank you for listening.